This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, show the camera and John Rich. It is 94 WIP. We bring in... Uh, segment here with the sounds of the great David Bowie and of course a lot of talk today about the 76ers with a thrilling victory last night. Phil's also got a victory last night, two in a row for the Fighting Phil's and uh, as they get ready for the rest of their May schedule and beyond, let's talk to the Phillies manager. He joins us uh, every other week on the show, twice a month here on WIP. We uh, welcome the Phillies skipper Rob Thompson. How you doing Rob? I'm doing great. Good morning. Uh, it's a beautiful day out there and uh that was a good win last night. I thought uh, I thought last night we played maybe our best game overall uh, all year uh, in all facets. Pitching, swung the bats well, had seven walks, uh, played really good defense and ran the base as well. So it was a good win. Rob, it was. There's no question it was. And why do you think that was? I mean, put another way, after the four-game, excuse me, the, the six-game losing streak, what do you think has – do you feel settled in and settled down that things are starting to now flip back into the positive? Yeah, I think so because you know I think uh, especially the last couple of nights our starting pitching's been really good. Taiwan Walker was really good uh, against Boston. Nola was uh, really good last night. We got Wheeler today. Um, yeah, we went through that six-game stretch where we just didn't play well, and and when we when we played well in certain areas, we didn't play well in others. And it just was uh, not as consistent as you want it. Um, but the last two nights we've. We played well, and last night was excellent. Is Schwarber, what did you get a sense of after the game last night? Do you think he's going to be in your lineup today after fouling that ball off? And, and if not, how much time do you think he could miss? Uh, I would think he's in it. He was walking around pretty good last night. We'll, we'll check him when he comes in. But if, if uh, you know, he had an x-ray and it was negative, so that was good. Um, but if he, uh, right now we got him penciled in. If, if, he, if he can't do it, I don't think uh, he'd be out very long. We got, we have, Tomorrow's an off day, and he's a pretty tough guy. So if, if, if he's out, it won't be long. Rob, you noted, uh, you mentioned Nola's performance last night and Taiwan Walker's performance was good Sunday. Why does it feel like things are turning around for our starting pitching? Well, one thing is they're throwing strikes, and they're not walking people. And that was, mm-hmm. that was the bugaboo for Taiwan early in the season because he's just not that guy. And uh, the game against Boston, he had no walks. He was sitting basically on his fastball and splitter that's that's his bread and butter and he wasn't messing around with too much other stuff and, and so he was throwing strikes he was pounding his own same thing with Noel last night um, uh, so if, if our guys throw strikes we're going to be all right what is going on with Aaron Nola's velocity well last night it ticked back up 
Yeah. Um, so, and, and I think Knowles usually does this during the course of the season. He'll, he'll start off, uh, you know, with his philosophy a little bit down, and as time goes on, he, he builds up. And some guys are just like that. Um, and, and maybe part of it is due to the short offseason. I don't know. But, uh, but it picked up last night, and that's a good sign. I think he's trending in the right direction. How much do you worry that because this team dug themselves out of an early hole last season that the guys have a false sense of security with emerging successfully from a slow start? Um, I, I don't worry about that too much just because of the fact, you know, I, during the offseason I thought about complacency a lot. But then when I, when I heard about how the guys were working during the offseason and when I saw them come into spring training in shape, uh, yeah, I, I don't really worry about that. Um, I think we're we're trending in the right direction. I, I think you know now we've got Hart back. Um, we're starting to play well. Our bullpen's been really good for the most part. You know, during that six-game stretch, we had a, a couple of blips, but uh, but I really like the club. I think we're well balanced, and I think we're we're good in pretty much every area. Rob, one of the reasons you guys have you know been playing better, and he's been really good all year, is Castellanos. Um, why? I mean, from last year to this year, why do you think he's better? What changed? Well, I think the there's a physical component to it. I think uh, him and Kevin Long have done a lot of work on his mechanics and uh, staying back and letting the ball come to him and not having his head move and, and jump out towards the ball and just run out of bat. That's the physical part, but also the mental and emotional part. I think anytime a guy signs a big contract and goes to a new city, you know, he wants to, to do well for his teammates, for the fan base. Uh, also, he had a lot of other stuff going on early in the season, new baby, new house, you know, a lot of things going on. And I think everything's kind of settled down, and now he's, he's got his mechanics back. He's, he's comfortable here, um, and he's really performing. He's, he's looking like the Nick Castellanos that, that we know. When will you, as the manager, start to worry about the sub-500 record? Yeah, do you have a date on that, Rob? I mean, I know a lot of managers will say it's early, but you know, when when do you say okay, it's not early anymore? Well, I, I think probably the All Star break. Uh, you know, I've seen I've been on teams where you've hovered around five hundred, you get to the All Star break and just take off in the second half. Um, so I, I think that's probably the time when you start going, okay, wait a minute, boys, we gotta we gotta really kick it in here. But I, I don't I don't know if there's an exact date. Um, but that's probably in my mind. That's probably right around that area. Philly skipper Rob Thompson with us here. Rob, let's talk about the leadoff thing. First off, is Stott the guy now? Is that the idea that even against lefties, it's Bryson Stott's job for now and, and, until you change otherwise? Yeah, I think so, unless we're giving him a day off. And, um, you know, it's, it's always uh, subject to change depending on how guys are performing. But, um, you know, he's – and I've said all along, he's, you know, he's got the DNA to be a leadoff guy because he sees a lot of pitches. He understands the strike zone, and he can hit, and he can use the entire field. And, um, that's part of what goes into being a leadoff guy. I, I, when Harp came back, and, and um, you know, we had to, I had to choose between Stott and, and Schwarber. I, I, I went back and forth quite a bit, and I finally decided on Schwarb just because we did it last year. And he's comfortable there. Um, he he claims that he's most comfortable in the leadoff spot. But you know, we got six or seven games in, and I we 
Heather and I sat down. We thought, well, maybe we just flip those guys and maybe we'll get them both going. Because really, Stoddard was was in a little bit of a, a downturn as well. But and uh, and since we flipped them, you know, both guys have, have performed well. So uh, we'll ride it for now and, and see what happens. Rob, when you talk to Schwarber about that change, are you asking for his opinion, or are you telling him? You're no longer the leadoff hitter. No, it's it's you know it's a conversation, but I, I think at that point I, I was basically telling him I'm, I'm going to flip you guys, and, and he understood completely. He's as we all know a great team guy, and all he wants to do is win. Um, but he understood, and it was not a problem whatsoever. Rob Thompson here. Rob, what about uh, let's talk about Bryce and, and defense, which obviously he hasn't been able to play yet, but he's working at it um, in in you know uh, non game times. What's your sense of when he'll be able to play first? What's your sense of when he'll be able to play right field? Uh, well, first base would, would probably be would come before the outfield, but it's still a ways away. It's still, you know, after the All Star break for sure, and then uh, how long after that? I'm not really sure about the outfield, but it it all depends on his throwing program. And that takes a, a a long time to build that up. He's he's only at 75 feet now and. Um, you know, there's certain um, certain things that you have to go through. You get to 75, you get to 90 feet, yeah. you get to 120 feet, and, and you know the the process is a long one. So, so uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, the uh, plan for Andrew Painter. Uh, yeah. He's got the throwing program working now. Do you have dates in mind, or is this let's just see where his body takes it? Yeah, it's just let's see where his body takes it. He's he's out to 120 feet in the throwing program now. Um, you know, the next step is going to be some flat ground work, and then we'll get him up on a mound. Um, and, and that's going to be a long process to build him up. Then it's going to be batting practice and sim games, and then get him into a game and build his innings up. So it, he's a ways away, but uh, but it, it's it's really encouraging because he hasn't had a setback. He feels good. He's actually in town right now. He's going. He was here yesterday. He'll be here today. We just want to get our eyes on him, trainers and uh, pitching coaches. So uh, he's making good progress. He feels good. Uh, he's in a good state of mind, and, and I'm excited for him. Rob, one of the players that was clearly one of your best last year, especially down the stretch, was Sir Anthony. He has struggled this year. What what can you do, what needs to get done to get him right? And why do you think to this point this year, six or so weeks in, he has not been? Well, early his, his velocity was down, but now it's, now it's back up. And he's had some stretches where he's really pitched well. Now, last night, you know, he gave up a um, jam shot base hit and then a pretty firm base hit to right field. Got a punch out. I'm thinking, okay, we're 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 good here. Um, then he gets the ground ball to Bohm, and he goes to cover first base, and he looks down at the base as Bohm happens to flip him the ball, and it goes off his chest. So, and then it, mm-hmm. you know, that just kind of snowball on him from there. He he hit Guerrero, but um, you know, it's it's always command for for Sir Anthony and really control. I mean. Um, he's got such great stuff. If he's around the plate, he's going to get people out. And when he does that, um, you know, a lot of great things happen. But um, uh, I think he's had good stretches uh, where he's been really dominant. And, um, you know, I think it's I think it's there, and I trust him, and I believe in him. And I think he's going to be really good for us. Rob, final thing here. You know, um, 
And I'm sure you don't get to see it too much because you're, you're often playing at the same time as the Sixers, but they're doing something right now that you guys did last year, which is putting a, a supercharge into, into a playoff run. Do you, do you get a chance to peek at them and kind of oh, feel, yeah. feel that Sixers thing as Philadelphia again is experiencing something that last year you and your guys gave the town? Yeah, it's really incredible. You know, when, when the teams do well here, it's the, the energy in the city, it's just unbelievable. We, we played Sunday. And um, Kevin Long and I went over for the second half and sat in the stands, and, and the atmosphere was just electric. You know, they had, I don't know, 11 or 12-point lead, and, and actually Austin took the lead. And then the Sixers came back, and, and the place just went bananas. It, it's it's really a fun place. It's a great place to be an athlete, coach, manager, whatever, uh, just because the fans are so passionate. And, they you know, obviously they come out and, and uh, support you when you're doing well, and they let you know when you're not doing well. And I, I, as I've always said, I, I like that about this fan base. Well, there's no doubt, no question about that. Hey, Rob, enjoy it all. Enjoy the Sixers run, but obviously from your standpoint, most importantly, it fills up ahead in the games uh, to come, including today, 4 o'clock, against uh, the Blue Jays. Rob, good luck today and beyond. Thanks so much for joining the show today. Thanks, guys. We'll talk in a couple of weeks. You Thanks, got it. There Rob. he is, Philly skipper Rob Thompson.